Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'll be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.a.book. Check out my website, Recovery Radio KMP3. And to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. And I don't know if today's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we go. You and me. And I am glad for that. If I have no desire to drink today, regular cup of coffee here. I'm in a really, really kind of dangerously good mood today. Just sent some of my books to a women's retreat. There's going to be a silent auction and they're going to be part of that. What a delightful conversation I had with one of the people involved with this. These people at this women's retreat, from what it sounds like, have a really, have really good sense of humor. (laughs) Really able to laugh at themselves. (laughs) Very important to be able to laugh at yourself, in my experience. That is... That's been paramount in my recovery. And I just want to want to talk about that. Not taking myself so seriously. Are you taking yourself really seriously right now? Are you? I used to take myself so seriously. And you couldn't just say, don't take yourself seriously. I would still do it. I could not do it. It was rough. I remember storming out of places for no reason. Beat red. Because somebody had looked at me funny. <laughs> or somebody said something that I translated to mean I'm less than or I'm giving you a hard time or I mean, just something. Just took myself very seriously. Whatever I was feeling and thinking was very serious. This is very serious. My response to that, I'm not taking myself seriously. Somebody would say that. I'm not taking myself seriously. My response to that was to take myself even more seriously. How dare you take me? How dare you tell me I'm taking myself seriously? My response would be even more tight. (laughs) I'm not taking my feelings too seriously. 
So I have a question for you. Are you bringing humor into your day? Are you just bringing any humor, laughter, joy? You know, if you really want to praise God, bring joy. Bring humor. Bring laughter. Are you doing that? I bring it literally everywhere I go when it is appropriate. And it's almost always appropriate. The people who know me already know this about me. But I'll give you an example. So I don't like going to the dentist. I don't know anybody who does. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, the dentist is great. I mean, it's just not pleasant. It's just, I don't know, these <laughs> prehistoric, I don't know, these vicious ways of, you know, have a big sharp metal object and just running it back and forth in your mouth. Keep your mouth open. It's not comfortable. So my thinking about that, for example, is I think the people in a dentist office are used to people not wanting to be there. They probably have a heavy energy around them kind of a lot because people are afraid. People don't want to go. It's not like they have a donut shop where people will come in. Hey, I'll have one of those. I'll have one of those. It's like people aren't necessarily thrilled to be there. So that's that's what I think about now. And I think I don't really want to be there particularly either. So how can I change this? How can I how can I demonstrate God here? Maybe this sounds funny, but the big book says we're going to demonstrate God in all of our affairs to the best we can. All of them, even the dentist. So I bring some humor. I bring it when I get my blood work done. I bring it I brought it was in the, when I was in the hospital. I bring it to the DMV if I have to. I mean, I bring it. There's no exception. It's not like I'm going to demonstrate. I'm going to try to bring God's will into most activities, except the ones I don't really want to be at. Then, then I'm not going to. Then I'm going to be really ensconced in self. So when I go to the dentist, I, I, <laughs> I happen to go to a dentist office where they're all very funny. <laughs> Makes it even better. So my first time going there, I walked in and I said, I'm here for the four o'clock perm. And the receptionist played along laughed and played along. And I was like, I'm going to get the dye. I'm going to get a really tight perm, like tighter perm than you're imagining, like really tight. Like I'm going to get a really tight perm, like Marsha Clark kind of a perm. And then other people will get involved and it's become a running thing. And now when I get there <laughs> for a checkup or whatever, when I walk in, they've already 
evidently discussed kind of their approach that they're going to have. And they'll be like, are you here for the tattoo removal <laughs> or something, you know? And going to the dentist has become a very joyful thing for me to do. And it is only because I have thought about what I'm telling you about. I've thought, okay, how can I come here and elevate everyone's spirit, including my own? Well, I'll do that with some laughter. I have something in my wallet. It's so, it's so, it's so dumb. If you know me, which I know there's a few people that are friends of mine that already know this about me. You know what I'm about to say. Before I say it, I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you, I know it's dumb. You don't have to tell me it's dumb. I get it. I'm in on the joke that this is stupid. You don't have to be like, this is so stupid. I have a little picture of a bottle of the cleaning product, Pride, and a bottle of the cleaning product, Joy. And sometimes, if I'm at the grocery store, if I'm at even a meeting, sometimes I will be moved to say, do you want to see my Pride and Joy? (laughs) Again, I know it's dumb. Okay, I already started by saying that. You don't have to tell me. I know it's stupid. It's so stupid. And usually they'll say, yeah, you can tell they don't really want to see a picture of my partner or my pet or my car or whatever they think I'm going to show them. And they do it kind of politely. They say, sure, you know. And I cannot tell you, I still have it. It's, I have it laminated. I've had it in my wallet for a really long time. But I can't tell you how many times it has changed the atmosphere of a place. This little stupid thing. My favorite time ever was when I went to a, I was at a car dealership. And, and um, there was a woman there who was just miserable. Miserable. I mean, miserable. This is my favorite story with the pride and joy thing. So (laughs) I was like, I could react to that in all kinds of ways. I could react by saying, what a bitch to myself. I could be like, this, this bitch, like she's so miserable. Like, why do you work? You know what I mean? Like I could get all, I can make it, I could think about me. But I was thinking, you know what? She's miserable. Just maybe I can cheer her up. Maybe. If I can't, the worst thing that happens is she's like, what an idiot that guy was, which I'm fine with. I don't care. So I said, do you want to see my pride and joy? And she looked up from what she was doing. She's like, excuse me? I'm like, do you want to see my pride and joy? She's like, okay. And her body language is like, no, I don't. But I know you're going to show me anyway. So, okay. So I took out this stupid picture of these two cleaning products with labels on them that would say pride 
and joy. And she started laughing so hard that she could not conduct business. And she didn't stop laughing. I was in there for probably another, I want to say a full minute, longer than a minute, more. I mean, she couldn't stop laughing. And I left and I closed the door behind me and it was a glass door. It was glass, you know, the whole thing was separated just by glass. I could still see her and she was just dying. And I was walking away and she was still trying to catch her breath. To me, that is all related to recovery. That's all related to working the program. That's all related to how can I, God, what can I do for you? How can I demonstrate God in all of my affairs? How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. Whereas if I was running the show, I'd be like, I want to go back there. That place is like, they're so off over there. You know, I'm like, the, I'm capable of doing that as well. Sometimes that will still be like that. But I bring humor everywhere I go to the best of my ability because it really lifts. It really elevates. It expands. It opens people up. It opens hearts. And once someone's heart is open, valuable stuff can be accomplished. Remember, I got x-rays done and they put this big, you know, thing on me to block me from the radiation. And it was like gray. And I like called the nurse over and I was like, do you have anything in a beige? And if you are listening to this and thinking it's smarter to not do that, it's smarter to be fearful and negative, I respectfully disagree. (laughs) I don't think it helps me or them or God. So, that's why I do just about everything I do. I try to bring humor everywhere. Speaking of that, (laughs) I'm opening up more sarcastic daily meditations. Who you hang out with doesn't really mean anything. Surround yourself with people who are unsupportive when you follow your own heart. If you prayed yesterday, don't bother doing it today. (laughs) When a meeting is online, it's no longer about listening to people. (laughs) Uh, Do I laugh at my own jokes? Fuck yeah, I do.
Find a sad situation someone else is going through and make it all about you. And I'll end with... There are way too many positive role models for kids. I'm out of here. Go have an amazing day. If you needs to hear it, I'll say everything is okay. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go. Try to live a life that was worth saving.